Sanford here, and welcome to Unlock to Unleash, or the longer name, of course, is Unlock Your Hidden Fear to Unleash Your Extraordinary Potential. And of course, I am your mind-body connection coach. So I'm speaking to you today, of course, from my podcast, um, which is um, the Unlock to Unleash, because I really want to um, um, reach out to you guys today and talk about helping each other. Um, every day I look around and I see our, our young people, because you guys will know my, my main mission is to help our young people to find out who they are, really who they are, not who we want them to be, not who we tell them to be. But, you know, we still need to guide them, we still need to love them, we still need to discipline them, but they know what's inside of them and, and, and what's guiding them, their, their God-given gifts, if you will. And of course, to be able to help them to uh, live their dreams. Um, you know, we kind of get, we get, um, I think dreams all messed up with, you know, daydreaming or, or, or thinking about something that you, you would just never be able to do. Like if you're 5'2 and you want to be, you know, an NBA star, you know, that's very difficult to do. Or if you want to, you know, uh, travel the world, but you know, you've never gone outside your own little town or you want to be a doctor yet, you're not very good at school. You know, th those sorts of things may or may not come true, but we have to recognize that we are limitless in what we can actually do, particularly if we have support, if we have people backing us, if we have some tools um, around us that allow us to practice and become better at being who we are meant to be. Um, at, at better at, at, at building relationships, better at understanding how to help people to reach their dreams. You know, we're so enamored with, 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 with TV, with Netflix, with the YouTube, with the, you know, and we, we, we don't realize that we're watching other people who are living their dreams. We don't realize that we're watching um, the news who's telling us how to think. You know, we don't realize that we're watching media that's telling us what to buy and that we're, uh, perhaps that we're lacking. You know, again, something, I mean, we are in the internet age, but still in our magazines, and our photos, it's all about how you look. It's about that body, you know, um, for the guys, you know, the muscle, the cutness, and for the girls, for the slimness, and of course, muscles as well, you know, depending on what, you, what it is you want to do. But again, in order to get to that, uh, understanding who we want to be, we have to first see certain things and then start to make up our mind. But understanding as well, we also have in our subconscious, in our deeper self, things that we are desiring to be, to share, and, and, and to become. It's in us already. Before we were even born, it was placed in us. As Khalil LeBron says, when we were born, our work is placed in our hearts. Okay, so I just wanted to, to really touch on the helping today because I, I believe that we have forgotten how to help people and perhaps we never knew how. You know, if you are a parent or a caregiver, you see the value of helping children, you know, uh, because they were born into your care or you adopted them. Most of that happens, most of that caring happens for three reasons. One, they would die if they didn't have shelter, food, and cuddles by us. Number two, you know, um, we are drawn in by a chemical connection that uh, that new that new smell on kids, 
you know? And, uh, you know, it's kind of like being drawn into a candy store. It just smells so sweet. And then, of course, the last one is that, you know, they can't talk back to us yet. So we don't have to worry about, you know, being offended or getting upset because they're talking to us, you know, or telling us what they don't want to do. You know, we can just kind of go along. It's like, you know, it's like our pets. They don't talk to us. We can just kind of lead them around and tell them what to do. But there's no challenge there. There's, there's no... We're not challenged in helping a newborn child or our pet, our, our inanimate objects, the material things that we surround ourselves with. We just buy them because they comfort us in a way. You know, on the other hand, it's when new people come into our lives, you know, how do we open up new ideas and share ideas? How do we help them be productive and successful on their journey and vice versa, you know? And the, the thing about that is, is it's actually our responsibility. We don't recognize it that way because we're too busy telling people what they should be, who they should be, how they should be it, you know? Uh, and again, it's not just walking up to total strangers. You know, I'm not talking about, you know, just walking to a stranger and go, hey, you know, I want to help you reach your dreams. You know, I mean, that's, I think that's admirable. I would love to be doing something like that. But I'm talking about people that you work with. I'm talking about your theater group, your sporting teams, your classmates, your roommates, people you see on a consistent basis. How many of us have forgotten we are social creatures? who love to connect, who love to be accepted. We like to be listened to, we like to be challenged. And, 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 and particularly with those people who have us close to their heart, people that really love us and care for us, but we spend so much time telling people that they don't care for us, so it's kind of hard to tell who, who really does care for us, you know? We spend a whole bunch of time running and defending and deflecting. What we have forgotten is community. Many of us talk a big game. But we very seldom practice connection, community, collaborations, love, honesty. We're too busy hiding behind our stuff, hiding behind our children. A lot of hiding behind our children. And you know, it never astonishes me. It just, well, actually, it does astonish me. It astonishes me unbelievably when we say we just want our kids to be happy, healthy, and successful. Yet we're not demonstrating that. Yet we're not guiding them to that prospect. And if they happen to back, back chat us or tell us what they don't want to do, we get upset like they've offended us or hurt us as, as, as parents. We are quite ridiculous in that, in that, in that, in that, in that point of view, that, that state, if you ask me. You know, we are facing so many issues in our world. And none of them are new, it just happens to be in our time. And of course, on our time on the planet, it's our time to either do something about it, to give lip service to it, or just to ignore it. We have a choice. We actually do have a choice. You know, from racial unrest to pandemics and natural disasters, we are so afraid to give, ask for what we need, even receive from each other. So many of us are suffering from Scheidenfreund. Scheidenfreund, I think that's how you say that word. It's a German word. Scheidenfreund uh, is a noun that refers to the joy you might feel at another person's pain. It's a compound uh, German word, noun, Scheiden, meaning uh, um, means damage, and Freuden means joy. Okay, A lot of us are suffering from that. We are suffering 
a, in the Australian culture from a term called tall poppy syndrome. And in the American culture, suffering from crabs in a bucket. Both in essence means to chop or pull others down. You know, when, when I was a competitive cheerleading athlete, one thing we had to do, okay, other than, you know, dance and do jumps and, and, um, and tumble, is we had to build human pyramids. You know, if you don't understand, you know, the cheerleading world, I'll use the word human pyramids, but basically in the cheerleading world, there are stunts and pyramids, okay? But in that sport, we had to build human pyramids. That was the bulk of the scoring that we would receive on our, on our routines. So along with habit, two to two and a half minutes to create an awesome routine, okay? We had the individual elements, which I told you about, which is dance, tumbling, and jumping. We had to rely heavily on each other for the highest scoring part of the routine, which was building the human pyramids, okay? The most valuable and the highest scoring part of life is building human pyramids, and AKA relationships with people. I gotta tell you, you, you know, it's, 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 it's like trying to build the roof of your house without building the foundation. We need that foundation and we're so, we're so isolated. We're, we're isolating ourselves on purpose. We can't wait to get that house so we can build onto it, take care of it and, 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 and nurture it. What about your relationships? We can't wait to get that car so we can show it off and, and tell people about it and, 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 and drive it around, you know? What about our relationships? can't wait to get married and have a, a, a relationship with a woman or a man. And what about those friendships? What about your families? That sometimes you have those conflicts in the family when you get a new mate. You know, you have those conflicts. But we're not willing to work those out. We're just willing to ignore, fuss, and cuss, and, and be offended by someone having a different opinion of us and our, our partners. You know, I remember watching this comedian who spoke about uh, when company used to drop by, I'm, I'm not, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but behavior would come to me later. But, you know, he said the adults would answer the door and the kids would slide up to the door in their socks, you know? And we would ask, you know, hey, what are you doing here? And they'd say, well, I was in the neighborhood and I thought I would stop by, you know? And of course they'd come in, we'd, you know, eat the, eat the cake and the pie and, you know, drink the, drink the Senka coffee. You know, we used to have that tin of coffee. I don't know if you guys had it here in Australia, but we had a tin of coffee, Folgers or, or Senka, you know, and drink that coffee. You know, nowadays coffee is just off the, ch off the chain. You know, you got all these different styles of coffees and the different flavors and the different ways, you know. So that's, that's you know, that's, that's what we used to do back in the day, you know. Now, of course, if someone drops in your, into your house, you know, they, you know, you gotta, you gotta check your schedules, you know, you gotta check the diary, send texts, emails, TikToks, Instagram messages, just to confirm. If they drop in unexpected, everyone goes silent. They drop to the floor and pretend that they're not home. Why? <laughs> Why do we do this behavior? Because we are so busy, too busy for our relationships too busy to get to know the people that are in our circles, too busy to open up for a stranger, too busy to, 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 to find something that connects us. We know that we are different. There's nothing wrong with differences. Differences are beautiful, but there's still ways we can connect with each other. We're missing that. In my opinion, we're missing that. You know, we're busy doing the job, you know, going to the job, a job that we're constantly complaining about, most of us, hanging out with people who gossip and badmouth other people. 
because God forbid we lift someone up or celebrate their win. When we go to the grocery stores, we're so focused in getting in and getting out. We don't have time, you know, for people. We're too busy loading up on our toilet paper. <laughs> you know, people at the store are just an inconvenience. Then when we get home, we cook, we scream at our kids or our partner, we clean up in, on the afternoon meal, you know, and after the evening meal. And on the weekends, oh, on the weekends, we got to clean our prisons. I mean, I mean, our houses. We, we cut the grass, we clean outside, we do our laundry, wash our car, wash our dog, wash our cat, wash the, you know, you know, water the grass in the garden. With all of this, who has time for people to be dropping in? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I just want to finish this little rant off by saying that there was a time, you know, where we would open up to the community. You know, I was, I was born, um, uh, I lived in government housing growing up, you know, we were very poor. But one thing that, that, that always, particularly when I look back on it, the neighbors and I knew each other across the street, or around the corner, up the, up the hill. We knew the families in those neighborhoods. We knew, and you know, if mom and dad were running late, one of those neighbors would take care of us. If mom and dad had to work, you know, through the night, we could stay at their house and they would make sure we were fed, you know, dinner, you know, make sure we had something comfortable to lay in or we go to our house and get something and come back to their place, wake up in the morning, give her breakfast, you know, get dressed and we go to school. Sometimes that's just how it had to be. We have forgotten the community. We've forgotten how to collaborate. We've forgotten how to share our time and cultivate relationships that help everyone feel connected, accepted, part of a circle. We have gotten, we've forgotten about people. You know, we need our food. You know, we need to have a job. We need to have money, of course. But, you know, there's something that, that, that brings us all together. There's something, you know, there's nothing like sitting down for a meal with people. You know, you get people who love to cook, people who love to, to, to share um, their culinary skills, open up their, their homes um, to, you got people who love to host. You got people who love to play the music. You got people who love to laugh. You know, everyone has their thing that they can offer the community, the relationship. You know, um, there's music, there's art, there's sport, there's philosophy, there's stories. You know, there's understanding have how to have conflict resolution. There's love, there's ideas, there's innovation, there's visionary leadership. We all have something to offer. You know, this is basically, basically what I'm talking about is the village. And, 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 and for those people who remember this, and for those people who are craving this, in your village, there was this place that everyone felt like they were a part of. There was this, this underlying thing that if one person was out of tune, the whole orchestra was off key. We have gotten how to touch, to talk, to listen, to really see people. Those actions toward people make us connected. But we're too busy. We are so stressed. And all of that 
stress, all of that busyness, all of that denial, all of that shame, that guilt of our, from our past, from our youth, from, from the stories we've built in our head, all of those things are causing more stress, causing skin problems, making people feel less wanted. And of course, our brains are suffering and our immune systems are suffering. So I just want to ask us, find a way to help people be more connected, more productive, more successful in reaching their dreams. Because if we reach out, if we really dive into our gifts, we will find that thing that makes us who we are. And we will find ways to help each other in ways that we have forgotten, in ways that we would be so shocked by, in ways of, 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 of really seeing people. I can't believe that we're constantly telling our youth this lie that if you go to school, get a great job, get a house, get married, that you'll be happy. We can see that that formula does not work. It is not the be-all, the end-all of all formulas to, to, to a life that's fulfilled. Connection is the key. We need to regain that. Find a way. And of course, my way is, is creating the mental wealth practice, what I call the mental wealth practice, which is simply focusing on one area in your mental, focusing on one area in your physical, focusing on one area in your emotional and your spiritual health, Focusing on that one area that you can develop through the mental wealth practice will help you get back to who you truly are. Will help you stop lying to yourself about who you think you are. Because most of who we are, we don't recognize it, is a comparison to someone else. It's a comparison to something on TV. It's a comparison to what the media tells us that we should be. We don't even recognize it. Most of the time that you go and eat McDonald's is not because you're hungry for McDonald's. McDonald's has have brainwashed us. Most of the time that we go to the store and get stuff, it's not because we need it. Because if we open up our covers, we see there's plenty of food in there. Most of the time that we look at a, a, at, at a woman as bad, as, as money hungry, as a bitch, as a hoe, whatever we say, is because the media are training us in that way. If we look at it as a man is no good and he doesn't have the money, he's never going to treat me right. He should be this particular way. It's mostly because the media is telling us that. The media is training us. We don't even see it. I'm just asking us, please, find a way to get back to your relationships. Get in front of people that you know you like or that you know you love even, that you're in a conflict that you're feeling a resistance, you be the first one to step up and say, hey, how can I help? What, what have I done wrong? How can we reconnect? If that's what you really want. I'm not saying you go with some guy that used to beat you or some girl that used to emotionally abuse you and call you a dickhead. I'm not saying that. But there are people out there that you know you want to connect to. You know there are people that you want to talk to. You know that there are people out there that you can help and they can help you in the most productive and positive ways. We can do this. We have to recognize that our time on this planet is only borrowed time. You know, we know so many people in our own lives who have died young. We know so many people that have, you know, we've, if, not, if we didn't know them, we've heard about people dying in disasters. We only have so much time. What is your gift? What is your, your, your dream? Let go of that fear by connecting with people. You are something extraordinary. Remember that. 
Thank you guys for listening and to remember to always, always love your mission. We'll talk soon. Bye now.